1: netsuite.com slash hollywood netsuite.com slash hollywood okay i just started our first google doc of 2023 pilot outline
0: woohoo although i must say i really miss microsoft word
1: i know but then i wouldn't be able to share it with you which i just did
0: okay you make a good point for collaborating But I still miss Microsoft Word. Hi, and welcome to Happier in Hollywood, the podcast about how to be happier, healthier, saner, more creative, more successful, and more productive in a backbiting, superficial, chaotic, unpredictable, fundamentally insane world. I'm Sarah Fain, a TV writer and producer living in Ojai right outside LA, and with me is my high school friend and writing partner, Liz. That's me, Liz Kraft. On this podcast,
1: we talk about being writers in Hollywood, how we balance a career and friendship, and how to
0: survive the war of attrition that is life in Los Angeles. Today, we're going to talk about what the legendary Barbara Walters meant to us, and especially to Liz. Then we'll reveal our 2023 New Year's resolutions. And
1: we've got a take-two that expands on the clothing swap idea.
0: Finally, we've got one final gift-related Hollywood hack to end the holiday season. Yes. But Liz, big news first... Yes, we had our
1: Fantasy Island season two premiere. Woohoo! Yay! <laughs> Yay. So excited <laughs> that everyone can finally see it. If you missed it Monday night, go watch on Hulu, and we are on every Monday at eight PM on Fox.
0: Yes. This is so exciting. Finally. I mean, as we keep saying, we've been done with this season for so long. We feel yeah. like everyone has seen it. Yes, yes. So it's like, oh, okay, finally now everyone will have seen it. And then I have an update. I I just want to thank Eileen for sending me the most hilarious chicken video she was like you're not the only one who's crazy about chickens oh <laughs> <laughs> send me this video anyway we'll post a link to it in our show notes i it cracked me up oh my god thank you
1: eileen <laughs> okay sarah it's time for our treadmill desk of segment where we talk about what's most pressing in our work psyches and this week it's the life of barbara walters yes Barbara Walters, for anyone who doesn't know, we may have younger listeners who aren't as aware of Barbara Walters as we are. Yes. She was the most famous female journalist of all time, Um, aside, I guess, for maybe Oprah, if Oprah counts as a journalist. And Sarah, on Happier, Gretchen and I both chose Our Spiritual Teachers, and she chose St. Therese. I sort of, it was, you know, a bit funny at the time, chose Barbara Walters as my spiritual teacher, (laughs) but she is
0: someone who I have always looked up to so much. Yes. She was truly astonishing. I've been reading all of the tributes to her. I read one from Katie Couric this morning where she reminded people that Barbara Walters, when she first started, on TV had to let the male co-host ask three questions before she was allowed to ask one. Yes. So if you don't know, she was the first woman named co-host of the Today Show. And there's been a woman co-host ever since. She was the first female anchor of the evening news, where if you haven't read about or seen how horribly she was treated by Harry Reisner, it's worth looking. And John Wayne felt so bad for her that he sent her a note saying, like, hang in there. (laughs) It was not good but she stuck it out. Yes.
1: And then she sort of got pushed out of there because nobody wanted a female Mm co-anchor. And part of her contract was that she got to do specials and she then made the Barbara Walters specials a huge phenomenon where she interviewed all kinds of people, you know, from Fidel Castro to Tom Cruise to Monica Lewinsky. She did the Oscar specials, which I think those Oscar specials going off the air kind of marked an end of a major era for the Oscars, and they've never gotten the glamour back since.
0: Yes, that's so true.
1: And then, Sarah, when she was 68 years old... (laughs) She created The View, and now The View just seems like, oh, of course, The View, it's been on forever, and what's the big deal? And there's 10 shows just like The View. When Barbara Walters created The View, there was absolutely nothing like it. The idea that a group of women and only women would sit around and share their own opinions on television was unheard of.
0: Which is Just sad and shocking, but true. I mean, I remember when The View started just being like, ooh, this is must-watch. Like, I've never seen on TV a bunch of women sitting around talking about what they believe. It was a big deal.
1: Yeah, Sarah, it blew my mind. To me, it was the most electric thing. It made such a huge impact on me. And when they say, like, who are you jealous of? I was so jealous of everyone on The View. I wanted (laughs) to be there so badly. And I like to think... Even us having a podcast, the seed of that was planted with the debut of The View. Yeah. So the thing about Barbara Walters, and I think in terms of our discussion on surviving the war of attrition that is life in Los Angeles, is this is a woman who just kept recreating herself Mm -hmm. over and over, and each time was more successful than the last. That's a high bar,
0: Liz, but... I know. (laughs) It is. Oh, okay. So each time we reinvent, we have to do better. But yes, no, she is truly inspirational in that way. And who was doing that? I mean, how many people recreate their entire career in such a culturally progressive and forward way at age 68? Yes. No, it's incredible. And I think the other thing
1: about Barbara Walters is that she just had insatiable curiosity. Mm -hmm. And I think that's sort of that insatiable desire to just keep doing, keep learning, keep evolving is something that's crucial in our business. And I think now with people changing jobs so much, Mm -hmm. as we discuss on the podcast all the time, being present, like ever forward Um, recreation, curiosity, all of those qualities are essential just to survive in most jobs these days.
0: Yes. I mean, in some ways, her essential quality also was grit. I mean, we talk about grit on the podcast. We talk about it in terms of our kids. She is probably the grittiest person, you know, she just would not stop. And she didn't take no for an answer. And that led to some of her greatest successes.
1: Yes. For instance, I saw a piece about her getting the Monica Lewinsky interview. I mean, that was probably one of the biggest interview gets of all time. Yeah. She was like, if there was an interview to get, she was going to be the one to get it. Um, And I think she stayed friendly with many people she interviewed because she did ask tough questions. She's also known for asking some kind of ridiculous questions, like she asked (laughs) Catherine Hepburn what kind of tree she would be. But she also asked the tough questions, and people were saying she was okay with people being uncomfortable, if that's what it took. And I think, for me, that's something I have a really hard time with. Like, if we're dealing with an issue, creative issue— with anyone sort of outside of the writer's room, I'm very uncomfortable with being uncomfortable. And so that's something I wanna take forward from her life is to like, it's okay if it's uncomfortable for a couple of minutes if you get a better result. Yes. So, Sarah, I wanna tell everyone also that she has a book called Audition, her memoir. She had a fascinating life because also her father was a big nightclub owner who then lost all of his money. So it's like a very um, interesting, dynamic life. Um, And it goes through all these various stages of her career. And it's really interesting
0: if you don't know a lot about her. Liz, does she read the audiobook, do you know?
1: Yes, I believe she does. And she has such a distinctive voice. I should hope so, yes.
0: Okay, well, that's what I'll be doing. I can't wait. Yes.
1: (laughs) I was really moved the other day because... You know, I also am a huge fan of Oprah Winfrey, and yes. um, on her Instagram, Oprah has been doing all these hikes. She's gotten really into hiking and doing really hard hikes. Oh, wow. She was with Gail King and other friends of hers, and they were starting a hike, which was like five miles straight up. Mm-hmm. And Oprah was doing the hike in honor of Barbara Walters, which I found extremely moving, So anyway, glad she existed. Glad she's still my spiritual teacher. I hope everybody goes and learns about Barbara
0: Walters. Next up, we discuss New Year's resolutions. But first, this break.
1: You can learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or even nominate a student at lls.org
0: slash students. That's lls.org slash students. Okay, Liz, it's time for Take a Hike, in which we discuss our physical, mental, and spiritual health. And today, it's all three. It's our (laughs) New Year's resolutions.
1: Yes, we kind of go back and forth on New Year's resolutions. Sometimes we do them, sometimes we don't. Um, This year, we are doing them. You want me to reveal mine first? Yes,
0: Liz, I'm dying to know.
1: Okay, well, mine for, you know, anyone who's been like listening to me talk about what I'm looking forward to in 2023 (laughs) won't be shocked because my word of the year is scale. (laughs) So it may not surprise anyone that my New Year's resolution is to weigh myself every day. And let me explain that. I do want to lose weight, as I've (laughs) discussed on this podcast many, many times, But I can't just say lose weight is a result. But I know for myself that when I weigh myself every day, I'm much more likely to lose weight because I'm aware of what's happening. During COVID, I just stopped weighing myself. I had weighed myself every day for maybe two years before that. And then I just said, ah, forget it. It's COVID. I'm not going to weigh myself. And the results were very clear how that went. (laughs) And so now I'm back at it, weighing myself every day. For some people, by the way, this is a terrible idea. For some right. people, numbers on a scale are not good. It's triggering for them. It puts them in a bad headspace. For me, it's really helpful. And I'm tracking it. I'm Sarah, just to make sure that I do this, I'm actually yes. recording it. Because part of it is recording it so yeah. that I can look and see the trends. I'm recording it in Gretchen's Happier app in a yeah. Don't Break the Chain, oh, nice. and I'm recording it in my like Don't Break the Chain journal physically, so I have it digitally and physically just to make sure I at least do one of those a day. Usually, I'm doing both. So that is my simple. It's simple. It's one that is very easy to accomplish and yet mentally can be very hard to accomplish. Yes. If I start going in a bad direction and I'm suddenly like, I don't want to see my weight, that can get
0: very difficult. But that's what I most need to do it. So Right. So I have a pairing suggestion for you. Oh, what's that? Which is because I was thinking you should like post the don't break the chain thing on the wall, right by your scale. But in lieu of that, since you have the don't break the chain journal, put the journal by the scale. So you literally do it as As you are on the scale. Good
1: idea. Yes. I thought about (laughs) doing a photo log of every number, but then I'm like, what if my phone changes the number on the scale? (laughs) So that's a good idea. Or someone breaks into your,
0: your photographs. (laughs)
1: Okay, so that's me. Sarah, what is your New Year's resolution?
0: So my New Year's resolution is to do a 23 in 23 list. Okay. You do these every year, and I have been kind of off and on. A 23 in 23 list is comes from the happier podcast that you do with Gretchen. And Every year you make a list, the same number of things as the year 19 and 2019, 20 and 2020. This is 2023, thank yes. God. <laughs> and so I want to do a list this year and I've been working on it, but it's really hard because the challenge that I am setting for myself is that the list has to be things just for me. Oh, okay. Can you give us an example of a few things on the list? Yes, there is a wonderful pottery studio here in Ohio and I have never done pottery, but it's a really cool place and they do lessons and so I'm one of my things is take a pottery class. Um, oh, I, I went love there that. with my stepmom over over the Christmas break and she was like, you should take a class. You need to do this. This is a good way to meet, me, you know. She uh-huh. like, and she's right. And I do think it would be fun. So that's one thing. Building my office oh, is that's big, the hugest thing. That's yeah. like a very big thing that is just for me. And I'm so excited about it. And then I have things on the list that I'm conflicted about, like go to a national park. Do I want to go to a national park? Am I like dying to go to a national park? Mm. Or is this something I feel like I should do? That Violet Violet. and I would enjoy and be like, oh, now we've been to, you know, the Sequoias or whatever. So this is why it's challenging. I'm really trying to evaluate, is this really for me? And Mm. frankly, I do want to see the Sequoias, but, (laughs) or is this something that I'm thinking about something, I was going to say bigger, but I'm big too. A different I matter. A
1: different (laughs) lens. Is this your mom lens or your Sarah lens? yes. Well, one thing that I think you should put on your list that I have on my list... Yes. ...is I said to go away for a night with you and Kareen on my list. Oh, my
0: God. That is totally on my list. Okay. Yes. So from both of our lists, it'll be a little more likely to happen. Yes. For my birthday, which is now months, (laughs) months gone, my nanny gave me, like, a night out. She would stay overnight with Violet so that I could go do something fun. (laughs) Like, of course I have not. Like, right. I just never do that. So I'll put that on my list. That goes along with the time away with you and Korean. Yes.
1: Well, I, I think this is so awesome. I absolutely love this. I have a feeling this is going to start a trend, Sarah. I feel like we're going to hear from all these listeners who are, like, inspired by Sarah. I did a list of 23 things just for me. That I want to do in 2023. If that's the case, I really want to hear from people. Yes, please. Because this to me is like a big idea. It wouldn't, I think, even occur to most people to come up with 23 things for themselves. But of course, it's hard. And as we <laughs> talk about unhappier all the time, if you're happy, you're going to make other people happy. So, yes,
0: exactly. Taking
1: care of oneself is extremely important. And as we know, the last couple of years for you have been challenging, and there hasn't been a lot of you being able to just think about yourself. I mean, much less, quote unquote, self-care, Right?
0: you exactly. have been
1: not even thinking about yourself. Well, I want to see the list when it's complete. Is this okay. private, or will you post it for everybody?
0: I'll post it. Oh, I, I will post it, Yes. That's mm-hmm. scary, and I'll but I will. post
1: my 23 for 23 list in our Facebook group, just if anyone's
0: curious what's on it. I love looking at people's lists. I do too. If anyone has things on their list that are just for themselves, please mm-hmm. let me know on my Facebook group or send us an email at happierinhollywood at com. because it is challenging. Like my list is not complete, so <laughs> I'm working on it.
1: <laughs> yes. Well, I think the pottery class is a, a great idea. I love, I mean, for starters, I love yeah, that. That'll
0: be fun. You, you can
1: make me a mug maybe.
0: Oh, I will. I will make you a mug and you'll regret that. You'll be like, oh shit, she made me
1: this yeah. mug. Now I have to use it. <laughs> I'll use it all the time. I'll cherish it. <laughs> also, what are your New Year's resolutions? Let us know. Uh, put them in our Facebook group or send us an email to happierinhollywood at gmail.com. Next up, we revisit the idea of a clothes swap party. But 1st a spray. break.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Okay, Sarah, it is time for take two in which we revisit a segment from a previous episode now, in episode 289, we talked about throwing a clothes swap party with friends. This was an idea from a listener And then another listener, Liz, wrote in about it, and it kind of got our minds going. She said, "'Hello, love that you're spreading the idea of clothing swap parties. My friends and I love them, but wanted to toss out a similar idea, a book swap party. I'm planning my first one after the new year. Everyone will be bringing the books they don't want anymore, and we'll be writing little staff picks cards, hyping up our favorites.'" hoping this will lead to some great conversations about everyone's favorite books, and it'll be a more inclusive event than a clothing swap. All genders and body types welcome. And then I will say she added, thank you for our podcast, that it's been validating as a TV writer to know it's not just her. This industry is fully bonkers, which cracked me up. (laughs) I, I loved that. But Sarah, then our minds got going of like, you could have an anything swap party.
0: Yes, although I just have to give her a special shout out for the staff picks cards. That is such a brilliant idea. So cute.
1: Especially being a writer, she would think of doing that.
0: Yes, exactly. And it also adds like an element of something really special to the party. Yes. It's not just coming and swapping books. Everyone has to really put thought into it and do something creative. It's so yes, cool. Because one point I wanted to make on book swaps is it has to be
1: only books that you like. Yeah. You don't want to be swapping a bunch of books nobody
0: enjoys. <laughs>
1: They should be good books, but that you just don't need anymore.
0: Yeah, books that you want to share. Yes. yes. Which is her thing, which is awesome. Yes. Okay, Liz, so I have my idea for a swap party. Do you have an idea for a swap party? I do. You want to go first or should I go first? You do it. You go. (laughs) Me first. (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah, you first. So my idea is a gluten-free recipe swap which would also be a potluck. So you make the thing oh, that wow. you're bringing the recipe for because it's really hard, I'm sorry, to find good gluten-free recipes. It just is. When I find one, I'm like, "Woohoo, party at my, you know? I'm yeah. just like, I have a great gluten-free crepe recipe, for example, and I'm looking for a great gluten-free biscuit recipe, but when you have one, it should be shared. People must know. That is such a great idea. And can I just add to that? Because you
1: just mentioned your stepmother, Anna, was saying, oh, a pottery class would be a great way to meet people. Well, as you're going about your life in Ojai, if you meet someone gluten-free, you should say, oh, I'm planning to do this. Give me your info and I'll include you. And that'd be a great gathering spot. When you have acquaintances, you might want to get to know better, have a gluten-free recipe party I think everyone would, you know, really get to know each other.
0: All right, a gluten-free recipe oh. party. Oh, is, is on that my going list? on your list? That's going on my oh, list. Oh, good.
1: <laughs> well, Sarah, my idea. I, I think this is kind of fun. Um, it's a post-holiday event, <laughs> which is that everybody get together and swap your least favorite Christmas gifts. So that's
0: kind of hilarious. It's so
1: famously, I once gave like my mother in law an electric pet egg for Christmas. I thought it was a great gift because it's something <laughs> I value. Maybe she didn't. So if <laughs> if she had been going to a, a gift swap party, she could have brought it. Because again, there could be someone else who thinks that gift is wonderful. I love those things. I would be psyched. You know, or there's always <laughs> yeah. like, I love scented candles. Many people don't. So you could bring a scented candle, et, et cetera, et cetera. I think yes. one woman's trash is another woman's treasure. So... It just seems like a fun thing to do post holiday. Absolutely, but we
0: were thinking. I mean, there's a lot of different ways
1: you could use this.
0: Oh my gosh! I mean, we all just, for example, have all these random appliance, small appliances that like they just stack up somehow. It's like, how yes. did I end up with three hand vacs? You know, yes, like yes. <laughs> you could do a random appliances thing. Somebody can bring their toaster, and somebody yes. can bring their well their remember- hand vac. You were
1: over one day and I like shoved a waffle maker in your hands. And I was like, take this, please.
0: (laughs) It was a wonderful waffle maker. I have it to this day. It was
1: a nice waffle maker, but I did not need it.
0: (laughs) Yes. And then, of course, as a crafty person, I'm like, have a craft swap. Everyone is like, you know, has their stash of yarn or of quilting fabric or whatever that you want to refresh and it's a great way to get new supplies for free and have everything be new and exciting again. Such a good idea. I love this, you know what? Because it's fun and practical. Yes.
1: Both. And
0: it costs nothing. Yes. And we're not contributing to environmental impact of buying things and et cetera. So, Yes. yes. So
1: thank you, Liz, for opening our minds to the many possibilities for a
0: swap party. Okay, Liz, it's time for this week's Hollywood hack, which is give a theme gift. Now, before we dive into this, I have to say, I'm just realizing this is like the least work Hollywood-oriented podcast we've probably (laughs) ever done. And I love it because... I am so in vacation mode.
1: I know. It's you know? true. Me too.
0: <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I like not talking about like intense work stuff all the time. No,
1: we really unplugged from work during the holidays. We made a conscious choice. We're unplugging. And boy, did we yeah. do it. And you're right. It's impacting our segments. Yeah. Because we are not <laughs> in nose to the grindstone mode. And I mean, it is after the holidays, but never a bad time for a gift hack because we're all always searching for ways to give good gifts. Yes. And so, Sarah, this really came out of your uh, holiday shopping.
0: Yes. Every year we get gifts for each other's kids, and it is always the hardest thing to do.
1: Well, Jack is very difficult to shop for. I think teenage boys, unless they are really into clothes, are very hard to shop for.
0: Very hard. But I know that Jack is into boxing and he's running track. So I just went full on athletic training. Like I Got him a personalized boxing towel yes, and which is a, so a journal cute. for recording athletic accomplishments or whatever. Um, like, everything was related to that theme.
1: And you got him an awesome corksicle. We love our corksicles. And <laughs> that has a spout, which he loves because he doesn't have to unscrew the top. So he's yes. loving that. Yay. And another sort of boxing, I don't know how to describe it, but it's very cool. <gasps> Um, But, yeah, then you
0: enjoyed sort of looking for all these little boxing things. made it kind of fun, it seemed like. Exactly. It made it really fun. And then you know you're appealing to something that the person is interested in. Yes,
1: and it's meaningful.
0: Yeah. So (laughs) I was thinking about this, though, thematically because my nanny did this also for me. Her theme of all of her gifts was... Was hummingbirds mm. because I'm gonna make a little hummingbird garden in my front yard. That's one of the things on my 23 ah. for 23 list. So she got me like a hummingbird feeder and little hummingbird houses and a book about how to do a hummingbird garden. And it made me so excited and made this theoretical thing I'm thinking about very real. So I literally just talked to my gardener about pulling out the shrubs that are around the tree so we can like dive into this.
1: That is so fun. Sarah, I have to find for you on Shark Tank, someone had an invention that was a big hat you put on. That has a hummingbird feeder on it. And so you can watch the hummingbirds come at you and eat from the feeder and you can watch them because hummingbirds, they move so fast. They're sort of famously, (laughs) it can be hard to watch because they move so fast. And I mean, I got the biggest kick out of this hummingbird (laughs) hat that this man created. But I love this. Yes. Okay. Well, I love personalized things. Yes. Again, that goes to the theme gift.
0: Yes. And the other thing that I like about it is it takes the pressure off of getting like one big thing. Yeah, You can get a lot of small things. A
1: notepad with a hummingbird on it, an ornament with a hummingbird on it. Yes, Yes. exactly. Yes,
0: love it, love it. And that is it for this episode of Happier in Hollywood. For questions or comments, email us or send us a voice memo to happierinhollywood at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and please follow us if you haven't already.
1: Thank you to our executive producer, Chuck Reed, and everyone at Sancola Sound. You can follow
0: them on Instagram at Sancola Sound. Thanks to everyone at Cadence 13. And as always, thank you to Gretchen Rubin. Happier in Hollywood is part of the Onward Project.
1: Listen to the other Onward Project podcasts Happier with Gretchen Rubin, Side Hustle
0: School, Do the Thing with Whole 30s Melissa Urban, and Everything Happens with Kate Bowler. Get in touch. I'm on Instagram at S. Fain and Liz is at Liz Craft. We also have a Facebook group. Search for Happier in Hollywood on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Until next week, I'm Liz Craft. And I'm Sarah Fane. Thanks for joining us. It's a fun job. And we enjoy it. So
1: Sarah, my question is, do you want to go away for a night with to the Emerald Iguana Inn, or you want to go somewhere new and different and
0: fancier? Like go big, like right. Las Vegas or something. Right. Oh, I could do Vegas or anywhere. Okay. <laughs> anywhere far away. Let's go far away just okay. for one day. <laughs> okay. So not the Emerald Iguana. We'll we'll go there to work. Yes, I love the Emerald Iguana.
1: From the Onward Project.